dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. And thanks for joining us here on Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com, presented by USCCExpo.com. We'll tell you more about that in a little bit. This week, we are pleased to bring on a new power player from the lucrative beverage industry that has found his way into the cannabis industry. My guest is the newly appointed president of Indus Holding Company, a vertically integrated cannabis company with world-class capabilities, including cultivation, extraction, and manufacturing, brand sales, marketing, and distribution. Now, he most recently, which I'm going to get into more about our guest uh, in a moment, but first of all, most recently was Chief Executive Officer of Global Beverage Leader Voss of Norway. Allow me to welcome Joe Bayern. Joe, welcome to Blunt Business. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, no, now, Joe, my intro didn't do you justice. When I read about you, I'm just, I don't even know how I could go ahead and summarize what we did here without having to go half the show, okay? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but let me just give, uh, and please, you know, if this inflation you go, you know, it's going to, and, and please be proud of it. On um, top of being CEO at Boss, you previously held a senior vice president position at Cadbury, where they make all those great chocolates, and also have a beverage division, which you managed to split off their parent company to create the standalone Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, which is now the Keurig Dr. Pepper Group. I'm sure listeners have enjoyed the taste of drinks like Dr. Pepper, Canada Dry, Sunkiss, Hawaiian Punch, RC Cola, and you also were part of Author Solutions, uh, Senior Vice President there, which is the uh, largest self-publishing company in the world. And now, in terms of the beverage company, the Keurig Dr. Pepper Group, it rakes an annual revenue at over 11 billion dollars so that's i mean wow so following all that success joe uh what is it that brought you into the cannabis industry what was appealing about it what what brought the challenge along well i as you said i've, I've been lucky enough to be involved in a lot of great projects uh including um work with companies like snapple and cadbury dr pepper and i think what i've gravitated to are big business transformation uh projects um and I, and I think there's none bigger than what we're going to see over the next few years in the cannabis industry. I think uh, the fact that the industry is is uh, just starting and very embryonic, um, but will become, I think, a mainstream part of the consumer product world over the next five years uh, is really exciting, and it's really exciting to be a part of it. So let me go and ask you a few things when it comes to what you accomplished in the beverage industry prior to joining Indus. Uh, I want to talk about Packaging and branding. Um, so, among all water products, you know, you worked with Voss. And by the way, I'm going to, I'm not kidding. You know, I'm, I would not do it unless lightning strikes me. I have a bottle of Voss in my hand. I'm going to take a quick sip because I have a dry mouth. That's great. I buy, <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I love Voss. I mean, you know, there's a lot of water bottles you can find at any convenience store, grocery store, what have you. I love the look of the contour, cool, round-ended tubular bottles. I don't know why it is, but the fascinating. And, the, and the, when I take a sip of, of that water, it's pure and clean taste. So what improvements do you see could be made to making various products stand out more on display? I've asked other people about this on the show. I want to know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I think there's, uh, there's basically two elements of packaging. And I think packaging, packaging is a critical part of uh, consumer products. Uh, for sure. Um, 
I think there's a fun functional aspect and then there's the aesthetic aspect. And I think uh, both of those are, are very important. Uh, and, and there have been great examples of where each of those have driven tremendous growth uh, for different consumer product companies over the years. I think we're in the cannabis industry, I think we're, we're at a crossroads where we have to certainly manage the functional aspects of the packages because of all the safety issues. But we also have to get to a point where um, cannabis is, is going to become more of, of a retail um, forward focus type of um, purchase. And I think in order to stand out uh, amongst the many products that are out there in the marketplace um, in California as well as the rest of the country, um, people are going to have to start looking at the um, benefits of packaging and the aesthetics behind the packaging. And I know some markets can be different. Obviously, Canada is very stringent when it comes to packaging and branding. But I brought up Voss not only because you worked there before and you were you know, the CEO. The other thing was is because of the fact that you know the packaging inside is something that's very similar throughout with cannabis as a particular plant. It might have different colors, might have a different little consistency. But when you look at it on a display, you got to have something around that display that really makes it stand out, that makes that consumer want to go ahead and pick up that product. Yeah, especially today in the um – in some of the regulated environments where the product is, is not out there for a consumer to be able to interact with. It's behind the shelf uh, or, or behind the desk or in a glass case. You know? So I think having attractive packaging uh, is going to be a key part of that. Um, and again, um, because of the regulatory constraints, some of that design work is a little bit more challenging um, because there is certain information that has to be on every label. <laughs> prevalent and uh, not quite as bad as the tobacco industry where they put, you know, know, uh, big warning signs all over the box, but we're we're not that far behind. Yeah. It's just a matter of really having some really good creativity. Now at Vosswater, you supported the Voss Foundation. Uh, It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to funding access to clean water, sanitation, and hygiene to enable the community-driven development in sub-Saharan Africa and raising awareness of the ongoing need in the region. Now, one of the campaigns that your company featured was a 31-day campaign last year to amplify awareness around the continued need for safe water and adequate sanitation facilities in sub-Saharan Africa, stressing the importance of raising the issue of access to safe water in that campaign. Now, Joe, do you have any big ideas that you think you would like to implement in the cannabis industry? What kind of areas do you think you could do something like this in? What have you been brainstorming so far? Yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important, um, as, as many people um, do, um, to make sure that every company has kind of a corp- corporate social responsibility aspect to it. And at Voss, that was a very, very strong element um, in the brand. Um, at Voss, we had basically three, three pillars that we built off. There's the purity of the water, the distinction of our packaging, and the responsibility of our company. So I think that applies to uh, the kind of cannabis industry as well. And I think um, what people will start um, working through is, you know, the other aspects of cannabis um, other than just recreational and how it can help people's lives and affect communities in a positive way. So I think it's early on, but I think education is certainly a part of that because there is a lot of misinformation about the cannabis industry. Um, And I think um, community involvement will be an important aspect of, of that as well whether it's working um, on the medicinal side um, to help with uh, some of the things that uh, CBD can, can help with, anxiety, stress, uh, autism, 
Um, but it's also going to be um, helping to make sure that people think that we're good partners in the community or good community members going forward. Wonderful. Now, again, we're here with Joe Barron, the president of Indus Holding Company. We're going to go ahead and continue with Joe with more questions. We're going to talk about the beverage industry and how it is infusing with the cannabis industry. We're going to learn about all the different companies that are making their way into the cannabis industry, or at least starting the dialogue, and also talk a little more about your background, Joe, in the beverage industry and how it applies to what we're doing in the cannabis industry today. Now, before we do that, I want to go ahead and talk to you about the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. It is where you have the right to be educated, engaged, empowered on the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals like everyone did last year in Miami and Phoenix. Join us this year for our first 2019 show, August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida. And join us for the return of the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. You can visit usccexpo.com for more information on how to attend and get your early bird pass. You can still get that before May 1st at half price. So I hope you'll join us for the USCC Expo 2019, August 3rd and 4th, inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register right now. Don't forget, do it while you're waiting here during the break. It'll be real quick for you, usccexpo.com. More with Joe Barron here on Blunt Business after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads, make genuine business connections, and get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are kicking off in Seattle, Portland, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, and Phoenix in January. Register today using the promo code CANNABISRADIO20, all spelled in caps as one word, Cannabis Radio 20 to take 20% off at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Register today at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the second annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 2nd and 3rd at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for another can't-miss event. Sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Learn more at usccexpo.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with Joe Bayer, the president of Indus Holding Company here on Blunt Business. Now, Joe, as a company, raised $46 million in financing for its Series B round that ended October 25th last year. The best, the best performance the company has ever made. Now, 2019... Uh, and just uh, came in with the new goal of rapid expansion by looking, investing heavily in human capital, adding more brands, plus you're looking to increase distribution capacity in California and later on in the entirety of the U.S. That was what was said at the start of 2019. We're a couple of months in. 
Any updates you can give us as we enter the second quarter on what progress has been made on those goals? Sure. I think uh, um, the, we, we can't share too much information because we sure. are uh, in a blackout period. So, um, but I, we're basically on track um, with continuing along all fronts. We've uh, added uh, more people from um, traditional consumer product group. Uh, we've added a, a manufacturer person who runs our manufacturing came out of the Pepsi system. Uh, we've, we've added people to run our distribution uh, company coming out of uh, mainstream distribution. And uh, we've got salespeople coming in from traditional CPD companies. So we continue to build out um, the skill set here. And I think that's an important aspect. I think at Indus, you know, we believe that um, the, the cannabis industry is going to benefit from people from outside the industry coming in and sharing ideas and thoughts and bringing it to a different level. Of professionalism and that's kind of the cornerstone of one of our growth strategies is we're, we're bringing on people who actually have worked in big businesses before to help build a big wow so let's talk about what your former competitors your you know some of your uh, brethren in the beverage industry have been doing to make their inroads into the cannabis industry now on our, one of our last episodes the name constellation brands uh, was dropped a couple of times Molson Coors and Heineken are now either producing a cannabis beverage or in the process of bringing one to market in the next year or so. And we also heard the rumblings at the same time about possible interest by Coke and Pepsi to enter the market. And now Starbucks is being reported to be the very first chain to launch cannabis drinks according to cannabis industry analysts. So you've been reading about this, I'm sure yourself, you probably were hearing about this before you joined Indus. Uh, what do you think about all these companies entering the fray? What do you know about these companies individually and how they can do? How well could they perform? And uh, what about these developments? I think companies like Coke and Pepsi will be focusing more on uh, the CBD aspect, uh, focused on health and wellness, um, than, than the uh, recreational aspect um, that companies like um, Heineken and AB InBev might eventually, and Constellation will be interested going forward. But I think everybody will be playing in, in this category to some extent. I think what the tipping point will be is as we start building out kind of these national supply chains, um, because it's very difficult. It would be very difficult for big companies to be involved um, on an individual state-by-state basis. It's, it's difficult to manage. So I think as, as um, the industry grows, um, and, and there'll be legalization across more of the U.S., that's when we'll see the big companies start entering into the, into the, I think for now they'll be doing a lot of research and they'll be doing a lot of joint venturing and they'll be looking at building capabilities with partners. Uh, but eventually that um, will, the scale will tip to the other direction. So we're going to go and take a quick break here and we'll be back with more with Joe, Joe Bayern, the president of Indus Holding Company here on Blunt Business. Take a little bit early break, but we'll come back with more questions after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. 
Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with Joe Bayern, the president of Indus Holding Company here on Blunt Business, presented by USCCExpo.com. Joe, let's look into the financial future of the cannabis industry. Now, industry analysts recently released new analysis on the CBD market. Non-psychoactive cannabidiol products are predicted to generate more than, in the U.S., $16 billion in retail sales by 2025. Uh, Vivian Azer, who is Cowan's senior research analyst specializing in the beverage, tobacco, and cannabis sectors, who has been also been a guest on a, one of our programs called Green Rush, she cites a surge in Google search trends and a fourfold increase in the number of hemp products for sale on Amazon over the past six years as evidence of growing interest in use. She says, quote, strong consumer interest is validated by the growing number of brands and form factors that are now available through increasingly diverse retail channels, including just this Amazon, Sephora, and Neiman Marcus. So, the size of the companies that are coming in, I mean, the, and the interest. Talk to me, Joe, about the corporate appeal of the cannabis industry and how it continues to mount up. What do you think of this response could finally, would it trigger a response that these size companies, could it be enough to make the federal government consider legalization? I know there's a bill now that just recently got put back up to Congress. Can we see legalization sooner than we expect? Yeah, it's hard to predict, but um, clearly the people entering the market feel like at some point um, legalization will occur. And I think um, that um, is not too far in the future. If you ask me personally, I think um, hopefully within the next five years, we'll be able to see legalization for both uh, recreational and uh, medicinal um, marijuana use. And I think obviously the other piece of that, as you, as you mentioned, in the CBD market and the Hemp Act, is the FDA clearing the way for people to be able to have um, mainstream uh, retail exposure of CBD products, which is still not necessarily um, available today. But I think over the next few years, we're gonna see a seismic shift in um, the thought process um, and legalization process in the US. And when that happens, I think, um, then larger companies will be able to participate in a much more efficient way. I think today, the market is, is somewhat inefficient and sub-optimized, and, and that's, that's one of the barriers to entry for some of the larger companies. 
Um, but as, as that starts becoming uh, more national in nature and um, supply chains and retail channels become more established, I think uh, it, it'll be ripe for uh, big CBT companies to enter. Now, LeafLeaks' Ryan Smith, he was a featured guest here on Blunt Business a while back. He wrote an article. He's a contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine. He wrote this, quote, the explosive growth of the space in such a short time has created a need for a new era of supply chain management to help operators adapt to new regulations, distribution models, and other issues related to a highly regulated but thriving industry. We've had the unique opportunity to witness and contribute to the development of the massive, brand new cannabis supply chain. The innovations being made to streamline the process from start to finish beg the question. Will the cannabis industry serve as the model for future innovations in supply chain management? Supply chain management. Would, how would you answer that question? I think there, in certain aspects it will because we're, we're um, building it from the ground up, uh, no pun intended. And I think um, being able to put in the right um, process to control it and track uh, um, Ingredients moving throughout the supply chain is going to be a critical part of um, the requirement going forward. Um, and I think um, that by starting um, at, the, at the beginning of the industry, instead of trying to retrofit this um, several years down the line, um, it, will, it will give us the ability to, to create a new model that could be replicated across other industries. Now, I bring that question up because, you know, we, I know I talked about you, Joe. We, we definitely know about your accomplishments, but we haven't talked enough about Endus. Now, on the company website, Endus offers services supporting every step of the supply chain. So, there you go. From soil to sale and an extensive portfolio of award-winning brands. Great brands so that you have Altai, Dixie, Moon, Bebo, and Legal. So there was a recent PacWorld article that asks the question, is it time to break the cannabis supply chain into two separate questions? Let me go ahead and uh, expand on that. And let me read a little bit from Dirk Rogers, the global regulatory strategist for SysTech International and the founder of rxtrace.com. This is what he said, quote, prior to the passage of the farm bill late last year, marijuana and hemp were treated the same by the federal government and by most states. But now the hemp production and commerce is legal across the entire U.S. We have to start talking about two different supply chains when we talk about cannabis. One is fully legal and regulated, which is hemp. The other is, at the moment, locally regulated but remains illegal, federally marijuana. Talking about the cannabis supply chain no longer makes sense. In the rare instance where it still makes sense to use the term cannabis supply chain, it must become plural because they must operate separately and independently. So I'll pose the question to you. Do you think cannabis and hemp need separate supply chains? I, I think uh, they certainly do. I think hemp is, is a few years ahead of um, cannabis or marijuana um, in, in the evolution process, but I think they'll follow the same path eventually. And, and I think that path um, will lead to a place where uh, as the market matures, different aspects of that market get segregated um, and different players will, will be more prevalent in each of those segments. So, for instance, I think um, over time, things like cultivation will be split out. And even though Indus today is a vertically integrated company, uh, because we need to be, because we need to be able to deliver products to the marketplace effectively, I think over time, things like cultivation will be separated and the agricultural businesses will probably 
dominate that sector. That's probably going to happen in, in hemp sooner than it would be in marijuana because there will be national availability of hemp and you will be able to ship it across the country. So it becomes an efficiency game there. I think the, the next segment would be the kind of the manufacturing branding of products. And I think that's where Indus is really focused on creating uh, the best products, the highest quality products and, and brands that people could relate to. And I think uh, over time, distribution will become another segment. Today, as an example, in California, there are 600 points of distribution. When that becomes 60,000 points of distribution mm. as, as products like uh, uh, beer and wine and, and confectionery are available in mainstream retail outlets, um, that it's going to require a different capability in distribution. And I think retailing already has kind of split out as a separate segment. So as the market matures over time, I think you'll see a natural segmentation uh, in the marketplace. And then there will be different players who are focused on, on being able to drive efficiencies in each of those segments. When it relates to Indus, um, how is it that you approach in the supply chain management hemp and cannabis for your clients? Well, today we're not we're not really um, working widely with hemp. We have a, a small test um, grow going on now, but uh, we're primarily focused on marijuana today. But um, over time, and 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 over the relatively short period of time, we're we're looking to expand um, cultivation of hemp as well because we think the role of CBD and 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 the interaction of CBD with THC is going to be an important aspect of growth as new users come into the category. So we need to think about um, creating um, more CBD, CBD heavily focused products or, or mixed products, mixed use products, um, if we're gonna be relevant to the consumers coming into the category. So wonderful. I really, really appreciate you answering all that for us. A lot of people are making some real uh, observations and I just think Joe that really, I mean, you really, give us a real good perspective on what's going on here. And obviously with your expertise from the beverage industry coming into this space now and helping out, you know, with an understanding of distribution and packaging and branding and just the kind of things that you could bring in, not only from you, but with incoming brands as well from the beverage industry, it's very important for the industry to have these kind of really the professionalism of people like you coming in, but also the knowledge and the schematics when it comes to building up this process for large expansion and distribution. I totally agree with you there. And I appreciate you, Joe, uh, president of Indus Holding Company for being with us on Blunt Business. Tell us, Tell our listeners, take a few minutes, go ahead and take a moment just to go ahead and tell our listeners how we can learn more about Endis and what you're doing. Well, I, obviously, um, you can come onto our website and look at our website. Uh, we're, we're very active in the um, cannabis community when it comes to trade groups. Um, there is a big show coming up called Hall of Flowers, which will play a prominent role in, um, in April. So there, there are several places we can um, interact with um, people who are interested in, in discussing with us, but obviously you could also just email us um, and contact us direct, directly. I think one of the things that we feel here is very important is that um, um, the industry really needs to work together um, to be able to promote it and, and, and help it grow. And I think uh, at, we're, you know, at Indus, we're very open-minded about working people, working with people in the industry and collaborating with people in the industry because we think, you know, as they say, the uh, rising tide lifts all ships. And I think um, we have a lot of barriers to begin with. So I think the more we can work together and, and join forces, the better off we'll be 
to promote the overall success of the industry. So we're very open-minded to doing that. And Jill, tell listeners, what's the URL? What's the website, uh, the URL for the website? It's www.indusholdingco.com. Indusholdingco.com. Joe Barron, again, president of Indus Holding Company. Thanks again for being with us here on Blunt Business. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And before we get out of here on Blunt Business, let me tell you one more time. Got to go and tell you about the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo and the sponsorship program. It's a wonderful opportunity to position you and your company as an industry leader to an audience that will listen and engage. And you will get to reach thousands of attendees and we'll have great sponsors. We'll have great events going on August 3rd and 4th, Miami, Florida. Invest in your future and leave a lasting impression on thousands of attendees at this year's United States Cannabis Conference and Expo in Miami and also coming in October to Phoenix, Visit usccexpo.com slash sponsorship hyphen information and talk to our team at USCC Expo about the best option for you. The 2019 United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 3rd and 4th, inside the, the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Reserve your early bird passes at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Again, before May 1st is where you can get your early bird discount. So make sure to do that and learn how you can go ahead and share that same discount to others and receive more of a discount yourself. It's a great way to be a part of it. So that's going to do it for Blunt Business. Thanks for joining us. You can download past episodes by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.